0: What's going on, everybody? and Welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered episode number 192. We're here on Tuesday, June 16th. And before we jump into the show today, we have a very important message from the Trump campaign who we've partnered with Obviously, you know we here at Triggered are in full support of the president's re-election and will be working very hard for it over the next five months. And we're excited to bring you this offer because the Trump campaign has a special offer just for you. President Trump wants to meet you. This will be the first opportunity he's had to meet with American patriots just like you since our country started reopening. His team will cover the flight, hotel, and give you VIP access for yourself and a guest. He'll even take a picture with you. All you have to do is text GUEST to 88022 today for your chance to meet president trump again that's guest g-u-e-s-t to 88022 to win this contest and to join president trump in the fight to keep america great for four more years and uh that's an exciting one yeah you may that's have pretty a good. chance to meet the president so awesome. go ahead and send that text in again that's guest to 88022 uh, never been more apparent that we need President Trump to win this election. It really is the life and death election, as it's been called, because the liberals seem to be intent on getting rid of the police force in this country. You have the Chaz out in yeah. Seattle that's still going. Is it is it Chop now? They're trying to rename the, it, but I'm still calling it Chaz. Yeah, Chaz is better. Although
1: um, the, the, the the renaming debate has been a total show for those people. Out there. Hilarious. It's pretty funny. Well, you Take know, the sign down. No, keep the sign up. Yeah, they're
0: like pulling people off ladders and. <laughs> The main reason that they want to rename it apparently is because they're concerned about the military coming in. Because if it's an autonomous zone, it could be considered as like a insurrection or a secession movement. Oh, okay. So yeah. that's why they're really yeah, doing yeah, okay, it.
1: Okay. Okay. Some
0: liberal lawyer was probably like, "Hey, you might want to rename this." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we have their list of demands, and the list of demands is is really something. So they demand that the Seattle Council and the mayor defund and abolish this entire Seattle Police Department an attached criminal justice apparatus. This means cutting 100% of funding, including existing pensions. And they basically also, they don't allow ICE in the city now anyway, but they want to suspend all operations of ICE. And then they say that in the transitionary period between now and the dismantlement of the Seattle Police Department, we demand that the use of armed force be banned entirely. No guns, no batons, no riot shields, no chemical weapons. And then... This this is the Chemical these, weapons. Yeah, well they're talking about tear gas. Yeah. The these last two is really the kicker. Yeah. We demand a retrial of all people of color currently serving a prison sentence for a violent crime. By
1: all black juries, right?
0: Uh, but, well, yeah, by a jury yeah. of their peers. Jury of the peers so, okay, so yeah, yeah. So I assume they mean mm-hmm. that. And people of color, I should say. So you know, forget about abstract racism, just let's go overt racism. You know, white people, screw you, but if you're a person of color in jail, you should get a retrial, that's what they say. And they also, this is a real good one, demand the abolition of imprisonment. Oh, so so execution. (laughs) Executions only. No prisons. Very, you know, it's really great what they got going up there. It it sounds like... It will
1: be kind of funny if all the the people of color in jail got retried by the... uh, they jury, of the Pearson and got found guilty. <laughs> it's <incredible. laughs>
0: well,
2: it's so you also,
0: explicit that he shot him in the head. That, <laughs> you also have uh, now stories coming out of people who are stuck in this chaz. Yeah. Who want to leave and move out, but they can't even get a moving truck in because of the barricades. And there's a story of one lady who's moved to a hotel in another part of the city for the next yeah. week. Oh God! Because she can't stand to be there anymore and just wants to leave. Yeah. But you have. These quote-unquote protesters now infringing upon the constitutional rights of Americans. Yes. And the liberal leaders, I used air quotes there, yeah. don't seem to care. No. They just don't care. And as uh, Trump said yesterday, you have a you have a
1: governor who doesn't want to do anything about it, and you have a mayor who, frankly, doesn't know if she's alive.
0: <laughs> yeah. And and then. That's true. You have. CNN trying to drive this narrative of how, oh, it's just a bunch of peaceful people gathering. And yeah. We've no. seen constant violence. We've had numerous reports of violent crimes and rape and things like that. Yeah. So a reporter on air on CNN was talking about how peaceful it is in Chaz. No sooner than 30 seconds yeah. later does a protest cur- protester yeah. crash the live shot yeah. and then try to gin up a crowd to, you know, organize people to interrupt the yeah. report. And then the reporter says, quote, no doubt some of these people are armed in direct contradictions of, of CNN's other reporting. So that's an evolving situation yeah, there, and peaceful. obviously we'll, we'll keep an eye on protesters that are armed. Well, yeah. It, it, <laughs> CNN is just a joke. And it's like what they're trying to do here in whitewashing just how bad it is there, like they're taking a side. Right? Yeah. The you know, Brian Stelter, Humpty Dumpty, Mr. Potato Head, whatever you want to call him. I like Humpty Dumpty because that's yeah. Hannity's nickname for him. Tater Man. <laughs> he Tater. Uh, he said that Oh, reporters don't take sides. Yeah, I know. Well, they yeah. clearly do. They do. And in this case it's it's never been more clear, honestly. You also have up in Minneapolis, the city council voted unanimously to abolish police. That's fine. You know what else was interesting? In the 24 hours after that, yeah. there was a rash of real estate listings. Nice. And over 18% of the entire real estate listing market in Minneapolis has been listed within, like, the last four days. All right. Leave.
1: Everybody People leave. are leaving. Everybody I leave. I mean, and
0: that's, but that's a trend you're going to see across the United States Yeah, is conservatives can no longer live in major U.S. cities. No. Nah. I mean, that's just what it comes down to. Yeah. I've known that for a long time, but a lot of people have been trying to stick it out and stay in their homes – yeah. In their cities that they love can no longer do so. Because come to the suburbs. Right, apparently it's a crime to be a conservative nowadays. Yeah. Come to the sur- yeah, come to the suburbs, the rural areas, red <laughs> states, coast south. Someone tweeted a video of some uh domestic Ugh. violence incident where a lady was getting the crappy out of her and someone was like, "Quick, call a social worker." <laughs> I mean, that's what they want to do. They want to yeah. replace the police with social workers. Yeah. Like are you kidding me? Well, what I are they f- going to do? I don't know. You were, you've already seen the police completely overmatched, and the police are armed. Yeah, they've been beaten back time after time. Well, by they're these afraid. Rioters. They're
1: afraid to use force.
0: Right. Yep. They're that's afraid the to use problem.
1: Force. That's okay. Well, listen. When the when when we can invoke the Insurrection Act and <laughs> the military comes in, and then from Minneapolis to the West Coast, you know,
0: is run by military governors, then we'll have
1: law and order.
0: You know, I don't know how I feel about sending the military. I think I I think you just let them destroy themselves. Eh,
1: that's They're making true. themselves look really that's bad true. right now. And kinda of
0: contain it and then let, let the mob eat itself until right. it's like a little nub. The left is eating their own. Yeah, I mean it really is actually why should we send in the military to save the city at this point true. where you know but a couple stories of and
1: napalm will, will do it
0: oh as well. I feel bad for the people who live there who don't want this to be happening. Yeah. But, you know, it's time to yeah. leave Seattle. It is like if you're not an absolute leftist anywhere on the west coast besides like maybe orange county california yeah. and san yeah. diego it's not for you yeah. it's just not you know move move elsewhere yeah. move to red states
1: although if you if you live like outside of olympia outside of seattle obviously it's pretty republican
0: yeah, but still, it's run by. Uh, but but, it's, like but, but, yeah, but you, it's like the same
1: thing but here. But it's
0: like the same thing. You can't win a state. A it, lot of Virginia yeah, is you can't red. Win an election, but right? you're still under yeah. the rule of yeah, Governor yeah, exactly. Blackface, exactly. the extreme oh, no, agreed, liberal, agreed, you know, agreed. policies. I mean, if you look at, I mean, even
1: in Oregon. Like if you look at the same at, way in New Jersey. Yeah, if you look at the, the election results by county, I mean like the majority of the counties in both those states are Republican, but there's just again, there's not enough people to, to counter the yeah, you know, people in Seattle, people in Portland, etc It's the same
0: way in New Jersey. Yeah, though, you know that. The suburbs yeah. are extremely Republican. Yeah. But the cities outweigh everything, yeah. and that's how it is here in Virginia, Like South
1: too. Jersey, but then when you get to, like, Jersey City and uh, the way it's— Newark, G- oh Camden, Christ. Trenton, wait, all Folks, of the way it's gerrymandered, you have, you, have, you have, like, in New Jersey, you have, like, state senate seats that are literally, like, eight blocks.
0: Yeah. To give them the
1: outright majority. I mean, yep. you, you've seen it. I mean, it's ridiculous that some of these districts had are set up. But, New
0: York you know. is the same way. And yeah. speaking of New York, the yes, just yesterday, the NYPD anti-crime unit is being disbanded. <sighs> The NYPD plainclothes unit is being fully disbanded, the leadership announced. All 600 officers are being reassigned to other units. Why? Um, We have several – oh, you know, just because. We have several people here. Former NYPD officers and detectives said, quote, no words for this. Far and away the most effective unit in the NYPD. The city is lost. Quote, the NYPD just disbanded every precinct anti-crimes teams. These teams historically account for the majority of gun arrests in NYC. This comes on the heel of Andrew Cuomo signing uh, some police reforms, and then he also blamed the police department for the violent protests that have sl- swept the city. He later apologized for that. <sighs> I, I don't get it there, because
1: plainclothes units are effective, and frankly, th- th- I mean, I, I well, guess
0: yeah. I, I guess if if
1: you want to look really look back on it. I guess this was a long time coming because back in the, I remember back in the 90s there was I believe an Ethiopian immigrant who didn't understand English who was chased by a plainclothes unit because he matched the description of a rapist at the time mm-hmm. and he reached in the back to get the wallet his wallet out to you know to get into his apartment because he was running because he didn't understand why these men in plainclothes were chasing him and they shot him 48 times. Yeah. You know, we had those incidents I guess, you know, given how woke everybody is now. But it, that, but, I mean, but if, things if, in, that, if that had happened now, obviously that would have been the end of the unit as well.
0: Things so. in the heat of the moment happen, though. You Agreed. did the police oh, yeah. training. Oh, yeah. It's not easy to make it's a not. snap decision in one second. Not Literally easy. a split second. Not easy. And just last night you have three NYPD cops hospitalized after drinking what was thought to be poisoned milkshakes. Nobody yeah. really knows for sure yeah. now at this point. The investigators say that there was no criminality. But to me, this seems a little fishy to yeah, have nothing... That, that, and that was very quick to come to that conclusion, don't
1: you think? I mean, literally, like, you don't just hours have, later... You
0: don't just have three police officers poisoned like yeah, that. I yeah. mean, something clearly happened yeah. there. Um, I don't know if they want to tamp this down to prevent, you know, further stoking of tensions or what, but... Yeah. There's clearly something fishy yeah. about that entire situation. Laced with bleach from the cleaning solution. But but this
1: person didn't even know. I mean, I worked in the food industry when, when I was in high, in high school. You always triple check obviously, everything, right? Obviously, obviously. Right? I mean,
0: that's just total like, bullshit. I
1: mean, come on. But I mean, unless just, this person was total, was like, you know, mentally defective. You know, <laughs> <whatever>. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe. seriously. I mean, let's,
0: you know, let's pour bleach in the milkshake machine and then not check it. Well, the problem is <laughs> now you have police can't even go get a meal without being under yeah, attack. yeah. I mean the hate against police. I saw a video from Sunday in Brooklyn where a police was officer was just sitting in his SUV. Yeah. Out of nowhere, a mob attacks him. Uh, they smash out all his windows. They pellet the car with bricks, and he had to turn around and flee.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean we need law and order in our country. Exactly. The mob cannot run the streets. No. And if these police departments aren't going to use the adequate force to make sure that they don't, then we need to have a discussion about that. Yeah. Because yeah. normal Americans should feel safe to go walk the streets in their own cities Agreed. and not have to worry about rampant crime. I mean, New York City back in the 90s before Rudy was bad. Rudy, it was bad. was bad. People forget and that's what we're heading towards. Yeah,
1: people forget in 1990, guys, like New York City had over 2,300 homicides. Now, that was now in the backdrop, there was the crack cocaine epidemic and the, the drug violence from that. Right. But still, 2,300, I don't care. You, you could be the, you could be a member of the I'm gonna give Away for free party, you have twenty three hundred homicides mm-hmm. under your watch. You're gone. So, but again, the, again, but this. Leadership with the Blasio, you know, but there's, there's, there's going to be no law and order until we get somebody serious. Well,
0: NYPD office. officers are resigning in mass, yeah, and I worry that they're going to have a major issue with staffing soon. You're seeing mass resignations in in many major urban police departments across the country. Yeah. Philadelphia. Early, obviously, we just talked yeah. about New York, Atlanta. Yeah. yeah, you're seeing stuff in Los Angeles. In Los Angeles, they just announced that all the overtime that those cops worked during the riots. Are not going to be paid out. That's, it's going to be paid in comp time that's because they don't have enough money in the budget. But Governor Newsom has enough money to pay illegals. Yeah. That's what they're doing yeah, there. Yeah. That's the priority in this that's country. True.
1: That's disgraceful.
0: It is. It's totally it's disgraceful. disgraceful. And we and had that overtime. That city would have been engulfed in flames. Oh yeah. I mean, even worse than yeah. it is now. Listen, nobody, nobody gives police officers the credit they deserve. Yeah. I mean, people on our side do, yeah. but people in the media. No. Policy legislators. They just take it all for granted. You know, they all have their security forces. Yeah. They don't they're not normal people. Yeah. They don't have to worry about things like normal. Families I also do don't, this country.
1: I'm, I'm sick and tired of seeing these like like the these Anderson Cooper types and whatnot talk debate about
0: whether this was, you, uh, you know, justifiable use of force. You don't know. Right. Well, let's talk you about don't. justifiable uses of force. Yeah. So in Atlanta over the weekend, there was an incident, and this was, I believe, Friday night. Yeah, Rashard Brooks. Yeah. yeah, he was stopped in his vehicle in the Wendy's drive-thru. In the drive-thru. Yeah.
1: He okay? was passed out.
0: He passed out. Yeah. He was drunk. Yeah. Officers had him park the car. Yep. They questioned him, checked for weapons, and then ran a sobriety test. They yeah. determined he was drunk and went to place him under arrest. Then this whole thing could have been avoided if he yep. had just complied yep. and been put under arrest yep. like he rightfully should as a drunk yep. driver. Yep. But then he resisted. He oh, assaulted became, the two chaos. police officers. Yes, he did. He stole one of their tasers. Assault and battery. And, and robbery. Yes, felony resisting. Yep. Of course, he got the whole rap shit yep. there. But then as he fled, he made one big mistake. Yes. He turned back to fire the taser at the officer. Yes. And which, then... Which is aggravated assault against law enforcement. And, and intent of use of a <laughs> yeah. weapon on a police yeah, officer, yeah. right? I mean. So, but then the officers shot him. Yeah. So here's why the shooting was justified. Yes. And this is via the town, uh, town hall senior columnist and yeah. she's also a lawyer, Marina yep. Medvin. Yep. Good column. Great column. Quote, you should check it out. Yeah. Quote, Georgia law does not impose on him a duty to retreat. Instead, it authorizes a person to use deadly force, quote, if he or she reasonably believes that such force is necessary to prevent death or greater bodily injury to himself or herself, or a third party, or to prevent the commission of a forcible felony. Yeah, that's based off the Tennessee v. Gardner decision. Yep, Officer Rolfe acted lawfully in utilizing the deadly force of his firearm to protect himself against Mr. Brooks' immediate threat and to prevent Mr. Brooks from completing yet another forcible felony. Moreover, police have the right to use deadly force to apprehend a fleeing felon, if the suspect threatens the officer with a weapon, or is there, or there is probable cause to believe that he has committed a crime involving infliction or threatened infliction of serious physical harm, and this is according to the Supreme Court. Yeah. So, under these circumstances, deadly force may be used if necessary to prevent escape, and if, where feasible, some warning has been given. Yes. The big mistake he made was turning around to fire at the officer. If he continued to flee, the officers would have attempted to chase him down. They wouldn't have shot him in the back under no threat. But here's the thing. People say, oh, well, taser is not a lethal weapon. Well, here's how it becomes a lethal weapon. Mm -hmm. Say he fires the taser and hits the cop. The cop goes down and is incapacitated. The guy then has free access to the cop's firearm, which is lethal and deadly. Yes. To then potentially use on the cops. Yeah. You
1: can't. Inca- you,
0: you can't. Anything that that can
1: incapacitate you is should be con- is is. You can't fire as anything I on mean, police. folks. I mean, like even in D.C., you need to register a taser. You need to register pepper spray in D.C. Well, that's ridiculous. You know, but yeah, say? yeah, But, you, but you know, I'm just saying, right. like you know, it is classified as a weapon, and you know, people talk, you know, police harassment. You know, if you watch the body cam footage. It is very calm and collected. The officers are respectful. They're just chatting with Mr. Brooks, yeah. gauging whether he's, he has cognitive function to be behind the wheel. He obviously doesn't. I mean, I mean, Mr. Brooks doesn't remember how many drinks he had or, or what he drank. Remember that mm, part? Yeah. So he's like, the officer's like, you know, frankly, sir, I think you know you you can't remember what you had to drink or how many you had. I believe that you're under the influence. So now I got to take you to jail. Yeah. And as soon as the officer grabbed his hand to handcuff him, bedlam ensued. Total chaos.
0: And you know, well, I, people and, and, gloss over that yeah. that that was a personal choice. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They say, oh, the guy just fell asleep in a Wendy's and is dead. Well, okay. there was a lot of personal choices yes. along the way there. Yes. The first personal choice was as he was being handcuffed, resisting and fleeing. Yes. That's number one. Yeah. Then number two was turning around to fire on the officers. Yeah. I can't believe people are just glossing over this. Yeah. This is not even close to a George Floyd incident. No, it's not. And they're trying to make it that way. No. And they burned down in atlanta this weekend yeah so in atlanta has one of the best police departments out there as yeah. far as community engagement yeah trying to not use deadly force yeah. community programs i mean they've that, done everything that, that right. police chief erica shields was doing a lot of
1: uh, trying to improve all the community policing uh, tactics and she, she, she was, forced, she was to to resign. forced to resign yeah for Over what there. for what
0: yeah because the cop did his job yeah and it doesn't
1: help that the mayor totally threw the cops under the bus even before there was a preliminary investigation. No surprise.
0: It no surprise, typical politi- terrible. Typical politicization of it.
1: You're fanning the flames, Mayor Bottoms, fanning the flames of yep. unrest. And, you know, they're, they're, It's it was an absolute mayhem. And now we're going to have – hopefully we don't have another series of riots. Mm-hmm. But it's very possible. And um, just just on a side note, I mean, folks, when it, it, comes, it comes to law enforcement, I mean, th- this is why cops would rather deal with a person who's high on marijuana than drunk. People well, yeah. who are people who are drunk are are they they get violent, you know, at, at, at a turn. And look what happened. And um, and it was his personal choice. Yeah, it was, you know, that's yeah. that needs to not be God, glossed over. I here. mean, drink drunk driving is absolutely hundred percent avoidable. I mean, there is absolutely no excuse now.
0: Right. All he had to do was take the freaking booking. Yeah. Go to jail. Yeah. Get out and de- you know deal with the consequences yeah. later. But you'd be alive. Yeah. He made the choice to flee, and yeah. it, you can't just do these things. We yeah. live in a society here, yeah. like. When, when do the excuses stop for these criminals? Yeah, I know. I don't get yeah. that. And,
1: and, then, and average then, Americans
0: yeah. are on our side with this yeah, exactly. because new yeah. polls just came out, two new polls uh-huh. on defunding the police. So – a new ABC News poll, oh. two-thirds of Americans oppose calls for defunding police departments okay, at 66%. So, all right,
1: You want to add a couple points there, folks, because that's probably like a D plus 8 poll. Right, so exactly. So it's probably closer to 75%. Well, I'm yeah, saying.
0: Rasmussen found that 73% yeah, there you go. opposed. there you go. So we're talking unprecedented yeah. levels of public polling here yeah. that are against such a reckless and anarchy-inducing move. Because a very small vocal minority in this country says that we need to do it, that's not how this works. Yeah, it's not. It's not.
1: And and frankly, I, I know some people have the opinion of you know, well, do you deserve to die? To you know, when you when you're caught, you know, do committing a DUI. Obviously not. But again, you're missing the point where he right. assaulted the police. You yep. cannot attack the police. So when that happens, don't be surprised. All you have if, to do is comply. If legal force. You know, is, is applied. You know,
0: all you have to do is comply. And yeah. yes, there's terrible, horrible murder cases like George Floyd. Yeah. But that, number-wise, yeah, happens pretty rarely. It is rare. And People you know try what? to make it yeah, out as it if, like, there's like you a know, serped, cop, yeah, yeah,
1: There's like a surreptitious covert war to kill black men in this country. To kill was, unarmed black unarmed men. Black it's men. just not true. It's not true. In fact, if you go—even the Washington Post database, most of the people who are shot and killed by police are white— Yep. most work are are armed or in the process of committing a a, a violent crime with a weapon in hand yep. it is not you know it's not this you know disproportionate number a lot if you look at the data it does not back up the black lives matter agenda we talked about philly the philly police department the D, the the obama doj in 2015 investigated the department and found mm-hmm. no systemic racism whatsoever
0: but so, that's not to say that, you know, police officers oh, are perfect individuals. No, there are issues.
1: There yeah. are absolutely there are issues. Which, but it is uh, the, the systemic killer cop narrative is just not true. It's fake. It's,
0: it's fake news. not true.
1: I'm sorry. And,
0: you know, President Trump took a big step today yeah. in uh, an executive order on policing in this country to try to move towards some meaningful yet safe reforms, yeah. right? So he said, quote, the overall goal is we want law and order. It's yeah. about justice also. It's about safety. That's the key here, right? We can make reforms, but mm-hmm. it needs to keep America safe. Yeah. And according to the White House, Trump's order will, will uh, touch on use of force best practices. Okay. So that's great. Next is – this is a really good one. Information sharing to track officers who have repeated complaints against them, which is good because a lot of times forces keep that inside and then they yeah. move to another force and they don't know the past yeah, history. Exactly. So I think that's a good thing. Yeah. Right? Derek
1: Chauvin, who was involved in George Floyd's death – had 17 citations of misconduct. Folks. Right.
0: I mean, something should have been yep. done here. <laughs> and then, then there's also sent. federal incentives for police departments to deploy non-police experts on issues like mental health, homelessness, and addiction. Those are good things. Yeah, those are, those are things yeah, those are where we can move forward yes. here and, and come together on common ground. Yes. But you're never going to get America to support defunding police. Yeah. That's or, just not – and then they make excuses, Yeah. right? They say, oh, well, it's not defunding police. It's just – Reforming police. Okay, well then say reform the police. Don't yeah. say defund the police, yeah. because the words here matter. I know it's funny getting a a, a lecture on language
1: from the uh, words are violence crowd. Where right, like oh you
0: don't well that's not what we meant. <laughs> well then you know you have one hundred and fifty people saying well that's not what they actually mean. Yeah, and then the New York Times yeah, publishes yeah. a column that says. Yes, we yes. actually mean yeah. defund the we police. Want a,
1: we want a police-free utopia. We want to
0: abolish the police? Yeah, yeah it's just absurd. It's totally yeah. absurd. And you know what? That actually, the, the mental illness, I mean,
1: that, that is a good, because, you know, folks, I think also, we also, uh, another aspect of this is that we ask our police officers to do too much. Way too much. They're enforcing the law. They're social workers. And now sometimes when they have to respond to like a mental health incident, whereas a uh, mentally uh, unstable person is, is acting out, you know, tragically, you know, lethal force has been applied. Um, well, none Where, of that but but these officers, they, they mean they, they don't know how, how to handle that. Well, mean, the guy the guy has do, a knife, you know, he has a knife and he's wheeling it around. What do you think? Gonna
0: they're asked to do twelve jobs. Yeah, they're underpaid yeah. and they're hated by people in their community. Yeah. it's. Just, I mean, yeah. that sounds like a great yeah. job, right? We need right? to lessen the load here, and I think these Who wants to become right? a cop at this point? They're seeing mass resignations. Yeah. So that's yeah. Uh, that concerns me. Yeah. And you have the you know all that happening. Yeah. And then you also have. The civil side of cancel culture spinning out of control, and it's continuing to get worse and worse and worse. So, last night, uh, Rick Wilson, who's a total piece of, <laughs> oh my god, I can't <laughs> even get over how much Jeez, a piece of he is. He tweeted about how Domino's, uh, you know, said thank you to Kaylee McEnany for an eight-year-old tweet. She Eat. was in college and said, "Great pizza tonight, guys!" So like, good job. Old. Oh my god. Um, so now the left-wing mob says well the press secretary likes dominoes so boycott dominoes boycott and cancel dominoes, dominoes. Oh, god. like are you kidding me we have yesterday another one where the Oklahoma state football coach has been attacked for wearing a one America news t-shirt while fishing coach gundy yeah oh my god not not while he was you know on the sideline yeah. or at practice or anything like that
1: yeah
0: he was fishing with his kids all right well people need to grow I don't know what to tell you, folks. So you then just, one I mean, of the players just... took issue with that and tweeted, quote, I will not stand for this. This is completely insensitive to everything going on in society, and it's unacceptable. I will not be doing anything with Oklahoma State until things change. All right. Well, take... so, so they released a video and, you know, they got all lovey-dovey or whatever. No, but it's, it's just dude. absurd. Jesus. There's, there's no doubt that this cancel culture is coming after him because he's conservative. Yeah. If he was wearing an MSNBC shirt, nobody would care. Yeah, Right. agreed. Probably not. So you also have, in New York City, here, the Brooklyn Open Acupuncture, which is a clinic. Liz Bishop and Rebecca Parker, so they basically closed down permanently due to COVID shutdowns. And in their statement, they went about talking about the economic impact of COVID-19 to wokeness and convoluted pandering. The statement read, quote, it's also a moment of growing collective power and mutual aid. And as we work towards finding our places in the work to support BIPOC, never heard that before, black indigenous people of color, BIPOC led movements and initiatives for sustainable care, we're grateful for the history of our clinic as a resource to draw from. But then it didn't stop. Quote, as business owners, it was also a way to leverage the access enabled by our privileges with presence to the violence that informs our experience as people living on stolen land coming from lineages of white people whose existence is supported by the enslavement, imprisonment, and killing of BIPOC people. BIPOC people. So they're just ashamed that their lineages of white people somehow defined their character yeah, and yeah, wanted to make yeah. sure that people knew in the death of their own business – That they had been spiritually raised by the most intersectional, progressive bulls**t. Like, what what is this world coming to? I don't know. I don't know. It's totally unhinged. Yeah, you basically have... Oh, sorry,
1: we're white. Yeah, totally unhinged. And they're winning. I know we can say, like, they they are a minority, a very small minority, but they're winning. Oh, the cancel crowd is definitely winning. Look at all the scalps that they're getting. in, in, In media, they've completely infested and taken over the medical community.
0: Well, because they just—they the, want the medical
1: experts are now peddling talking points that you'll probably see on MSNBC. Yeah. So I mean, they they have taken over. I mean, it's it's not well, good. Well, you've
0: seen examples of this. They just want white people to kneel before them. Oh yeah. That's basically yeah. what yeah. it is. Yeah. I mean, I can tell you, I will never apologize yeah. for being a white yeah. male. Yeah. Sorry, just won't do it. Uh, former, a former conservative uh, yeah. too. Rolling <laughs> Stone
1: contributor Matt Taibbi had like a really good, really good piece about how like he probably knows that there are reporters out there that are like really like taken aback by this and find it quite odd, but they can't say anything because mm-hmm. they'll get you know scalped by the mob. So
0: now in Boston, yeah. they're calling to take down the statue of Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, the Emancipator uh, statue. The yeah. man who freed the slaves is apparently now a target and. Yeah. You know, you you can't have anybody on a statue,
1: apparently. And it's not—it's like the petition has like 7,000 signatories on it. Mm -hmm. Boston's a huge city. We're really going to take down a statue because of 7,000 people? Well,
0: again, they they pander to the small minority. Yeah. It's what it is. It's ridiculous. And if after all that, you're not even more convinced that we need to support President Trump for re-election, which I think you people already are because you listen to us, so— But— We are very happy to partner with the Trump campaign, and we have a special offer from the Trump campaign just for you. President Trump wants to meet you. This will be the first opportunity he's had to meet with American patriots just like you since our country started reopening. His team will cover the flight, hotel, and give you VIP access for yourself and a guest. He'll even take a picture with you. All you have to do is text GUEST to 88022 today for your chance to meet President Trump. Again, that's GUEST. G-U-E-S-T to 88022 to have a chance of winning this contest and to join President Trump in the fight to keep America great for four more years. And it's never been more evident that we must do so. We must keep America great. We're in the process of making America great again after the Chinese virus ravaged us. But we do need to keep America great because we cannot turn this country over to the left. No, we cannot. I mean, it's never been more obvious. It, It really... You know, they called the last election the Flight 93 election. (laughs) Yeah. But I think more in a way this is because the only thing standing between us and socialism is the fighter that is President Trump. Yeah. I mean could you imagine if we had some squishy – you know, Mitt do Romney? nothing Mitt Romney Mitt in R- there. R- oh, my God. Mitt Romney would give uh, would give away the store. Well, he would abolish the police he is what he would, would. do because he has yeah. his private security forces. <laughs> um, let's go international real quick here. A lot uh, of developments on the international front and not yeah. good developments. Yeah. China and India are on the brink of war. Again? Um, yes, <laughs> but this time for... The, this is the first deadly skirmish in decades. Oh, f- At least 20 Indians were killed by Chinese forces in Kashmir. They don't know the exact numbers yet, but it wasn't a conventional arms uh, fight. Apparently, a violent face-off happened as a result of an attempt by the Chinese side to unilaterally change the border. And so then they had a like- uh, Fist fight? A fist fight, yeah. Really? Yeah. Holy crap. Yep. And they killed 20 Indians. Uh, apparently, Chinese had some deaths too. Fight club. But yeah, so that's not good. Oh have two nuclear powers on the brink of war over a border dispute so yeah. we certainly obviously we stand with India and prime minister modi the Indian, i stand with china because they're asian no you don't i'm just kidding i'm just kidding <laughs> you should have seen the look i just gave him <laughs> um namaste
1: trump yeah that was the best in the crowd
0: of 100,000 before covid um but you you have obviously we would stand with india and but Prime Minister Modi derives a lot of his power from the nationalist groupings over yeah, there, yeah, and yeah. so they're going to be calling for blood and, yeah. and think rightfully so. I mean, yeah. you would No, well, this is a legit act of war here. Exactly. I mean, they tried yep. the they tried to mess with the border. They 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 tried
1: to stop them. And then they got into like a fight club, like kung fu showdown down there, and twenty of them got killed. So
0: the the I mean, moral of the story is f- China. Well, that's I mean that too. No one Yeah. Like uh, the excuses really, in the I mean, liberal yeah, media no. for China are totally unbelievable. They're I'm really seem to going, see them make yeah. excuses they're, They are on this. going out
1: they are really going out for a spin or this COVID nonsense, aren't
0: they? Well they're trying I mean, to capitalize sure. on the chaos yeah, that they've yeah. created. Yeah. And speaking of which Maybe there's that a massive was their plan all along. Could have yeah, been, yeah. you know, tinfoil hat. Yeah. But there's also a resurgence of the virus in China. So that's going on. But and the in numbers though. The demilitarized zone. We have uh, North Korea now has blown up a joint liaison office that was used for peace talks. Ah, so that's a step backward. Yeah, it's not and good. they've been threatening to invade the DMZ, which obviously we cannot allow. Yeah. Although they say that every year. They do say that. This time it seems a little bit more yeah. serious. They have amassed troops there. and yep. So maybe they're threatening to try to get some leverage for something, but who knows? I mean, no one besides maybe. that one appearance, no one has seen yeah. Kim Jong Un, so maybe nobody need,
1: knows. Maybe they need medical aid.
0: It could be. It maybe, could be.
1: there could be COVID, a massive COVID outbreak in North Korea right now. We, we would just would never don't know. Even know. We would yep. never know. But it, I mean, tell you, if it is, and that's the case, they need, they need all the help they can get. There's no, that country will get wiped out.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, the, they were already, I mean, poor and hungry. Yeah. So it. that yeah. doesn't I mean, help you, you when you're f- already in a bad situation of health. Yeah, you cut off
1: food aid, that country will collapse.
0: So. Yep. They it's probably fe- need.
1: They probably need more. Like that.
0: Speaking that? of COVID, we have uh, Steve Scalise stepping up to demand answers from the Dem governors on nursing home deaths. Oh, good. And uh, he, he sent letters to the Democrat governors of New York, New Jersey, California, Pennsylvania, and Michigan demanding they explain why they ignored protocols and forced COVID-19 patients into nursing homes. The outcome was devastating and led to many, many deaths, they are responsible for this, right? Yeah. They left to blame President Trump for the Chinese virus, which he did nothing to cause. Yeah, he did nothing to do. And the negligence was a clear violation of the Centers for Disease Control and Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services' respective guidelines. Uh, CMS Administrator Seema Verma prohibited moving COVID-positive patients into nursing home facilities, even though we know for a fact that people like Governor Cuomo and Phil Murphy of New Jersey did such. Yeah, So there is – we need to get to the bottom of this. And Governor Cuomo said that it's basically President Trump's fault. Yeah, he did. That he put those people into the nursing homes. And even a left-wing PolitiFact checked to the governor saying that the CDC guidance at the time said that no way patients – COVID-19 patients should be going into the nursing home The only situation (laughs) that it would be acceptable is if the nursing home can implement all recommended infection control procedures, essentially, quarantining
1: those. I mean, what he cites all predates the outbreak. Mm -hmm. And. (laughs) <laughs> it's just when Politifact has to call you out, you know it's a whopper. Well, yeah, Politifact and, is nothing but yeah, a left
0: wing organization. Yeah, I mean, so if they're yeah. calling out Democrats, that's how you know it's a yeah. real lie.
1: And then you know, I mean, the fact that the the March twenty fifth order was removed from the New York from the New York Health uh, Health site is another. Yeah, they deleted sign. it as and, if nobody yeah, had taken exactly. screenshots. I mean,
0: we all, I mean, the internet lasts forever. So. Um, and speaking of New York, let's talk about New York City because Bill De Blasio is turning out to be the most incompetent, if not the.
1: Uh, He's a Nazi.
0: We'll just yeah,
1: call him that. Right. He's, he's a Nazi. And, and, and well, his he, name he,
0: yeah. was Warren Wilhelm yeah. before this. Yeah. Remember, so, he changed his name. Tim hat. he is the descendant
1: of Nazis. Oh, my God. S.S. de Blasio. Well, and we'll get to that in a second. But, yeah, go, sorry. Go yeah, ahead.
0: let's yeah, get yeah, to – we'll get yeah. to the, the uh, Jewish angle in yeah. a second because yeah. that's a big, important Huge. discussion to have. But let's talk about the other things first that he's done where – It's totally irresponsible and incompetent, right? So the hundreds of contract tracing workers uh, hired under the de Blasio test and trace program have now been instructed not to ask anyone who's tested positive whether they recently attended a protest. Oh, Oh, okay. Mayor de Blasio spoke at a protest on Saturday without wearing a mask, and now he is sick. He canceled his schedule for yesterday and today, but he said he's not getting tested for COVID. That's responsible, right? He's telling other people to get COVID. Then you also have the feckless response to the rioting and unrest in the city. Yes. I mean, time after time after time, he's just failed. Totally failed. But an even bigger thing is de Blasio's actual anti-Semitism. Yes. This guy very clearly hates Jewish people.
1: He's a Nazi. And
0: it's not a stretch at this point. He welded – the parks in all of the Jewish neighborhoods shut. Yep. The gates. Yep. But
1: only the Jewish parks. I
0: heard. And only let's the not Jewish let's parks. not forget. Yeah, only the Jewish parks. Yeah, right? you're correct. Yeah, yeah. So I thought. Let's not forget that he also broke up Jewish funerals. Yes. And uh, small gatherings of synagogue in the yeah. streets, socially yeah. distanced. Yeah. They have been targeted with his police forces yeah. on purpose. Yeah. Meanwhile, you have a gathering of tens of thousands of people outside the Barclays Center. And it's no problem. Yeah. It's, in fact, it's encouraged by these local public health officials. And I would call them officials with air quotes. <laughs> and you're writing about this in a story yeah. that's going to go up uh, just in a little bit. Mm-hmm. The New York Post today called them out for the hypocrisy. Yeah. They have a side-by-side picture yeah. on the front page of the Post yep. with the massive crowds at the protest and the, the semi-crowds, the yeah. socially distanced crowds on the sidewalks where bars are serving people. Yeah. But that apparently, according to the public health officials, is not allowed. This
1: is OK. This is dangerous.
0: Yep. <laughs> and it's a massive hypocrisy. And that's what the Dems build their entire political lives on is massive hypocrisy. Yeah. And why can't these Jewish kids play at the playground? I don't know. Right? It just is. Yeah. There's too many instances we'll here see what the, of, uh, yeah. of yeah. like specifically targeting Jewish people in his city to to say anything other than yeah. he's anti-Semite. Yeah. Bill, I mean,
3: Bill de Bill oh de <laughs>
1: doesn't want the Jewish kids in the park, so, you know. I mean, Warren
0: Wilhelm yeah. is his name. Yeah. Well, let's not forget, right? Yeah, Warren
1: Eichmann. <laughs> all or, right, hey, a think that's for a hat. Oh, God. Maybe de Blasio is also dead. And his body <laughs> double for <laughs> <laughs> <de Blasio>. him. <laughs>
0: Well, speaking we'll of see. Joe Biden and the election, let's talk about the election here. We have a new poll out from Michigan. says only 19% of voters say Senator Peters, nobody knows who he is, deserves yeah. a second term. So that's good news for our Republican Senate candidate, John James, yeah. who really is a great up-and-coming star in the yeah. GOP. I really would love to see him get elected. I think he has a bright future. I, I,
1: I hope that initial poll, though, of that race was a fluke. What do you mean? He was down 16 yeah, but all right. Let's talk about so, all these. Polls. So, so things. Yeah, but, but obviously, something's off because if only nineteen percent think that Peters deserves a second term, then how is he? How how is he? Ahead well, so it's
0: yes, nineteen percent, no, thirty percent, and unsure, fifty percent. Unsure. But, oh but if you have fifty percent unsure as an yeah. incumbent that you deserve reelection, yeah, that's, that's bad that's news for and that's you. That's
1: a lot. That's a lot of room for for you know for him to. But
0: let's talk about these polls. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Because yeah. all I hear is the polls. Huh? Joe Biden is up in the polls. I know. Massive lead for Joe Biden. Yeah. Massive lead in swing states. Well, yeah. if you look at the polling sample, one, is it it's massively dem weighted. It is. And it shouldn't be. Two, let's not forget, if you want to believe the polls now, I have a Hillary Clinton presidency to sell you. Yeah, I agreed. Because Are they are they registered voters? Yeah, all of its registered Oh, it's all registered?
1: Oh, then oh, toss it in trash. They have these national polls where Biden's up
0: by like eight points. It's like, okay, we don't elect people that way in this country. That's not how it works for president, right? They had the swing state poll where Biden was up by seven. But if you look at the actual people they polled, heavily weighted towards Democrats again. Let's not also discount the fact of the silent majority. Yeah.
1: Oh, people Remember are. People last aren't,
0: yeah, they're not gonna really tell you the truth. Exactly. <laughs> Remember last time, right? Everyone said, Oh, Hillary, 99% chance of winning because they yeah. were based off of these bull polls. People aren't gonna say that's that's the, the worst part is that in this country, people are afraid to even say that they support President yeah. Trump. Yeah. Because they fear retribution from their jobs, yep. from their neighbors, from their social circles. From the social media mob. Yep. You cannot have a dissenting no. opinion in this country that President Trump is good and that you're a conservative. Yeah, It's can't, not allowed. It can't
1: happen. So. So Remember, that, Hillary was supposed to win by nine, dude. Remember that? Hillary yep. was supposed to
0: win by nine points yep. solidly. I will never forget the on Election Day 2016. Uh, my buddy then was working for CBS News at that point, and he said, you know, these exit polls are not good for Trump. I said, just wait. The yeah. silent majority is there. Right. And those people don't tell you who they vote for. And even so, someone could walk out and say they voted for Hillary, but in that polling booth, they voted for Trump. It's a whole different world with a secret ballot when you walk into that booth and nobody's going to know how you voted. So, you know, I wouldn't worry about these bullshit polls. We just got to keep raising money. We got to keep making phone calls, talking to your friends, talking to your neighbors, get the vote out. It's
1: also June, folks.
0: Oh, I know. It's June. It's early.
1: We're on the pre- we're on the precipice. I think of a massive economic boom right now. Did you? Did, I agree. Did, did you yep. see the the retail sales spike? It's the greatest spike in a, in a month. I think in, in ever. Yeah. Biggest monthly gain I mean, ever. It's, it's 18%. coming from a
0: low point, but yes, yeah, it's but it's a good sign. Everything of is insurgents.
1: pointing to a V V-shaped recovery, and even if it's not fully to where it will be, Trump still has that great narrative of this happened under my watch. I will finish the job. Vote Trump, mm-hmm. and you know what? A lot of that's going to be very, very, very appealing for a lot of people compared to Joe Biden, who was preaching doom and gloom in in March and April, mm-hmm. and who turned out to be totally wrong. In fact, I think we can say he is wrong. Yeah. So because remember, Joe Biden's dead, and the body double doesn't know whether he's based on. So,
0: <laughs> you, I mean, here's the thing, right? You have the entire narrative that's saying, "Oh, black people hate Trump." Yeah, and that couldn't be further from the truth. Yeah, because at the end of the day, African American and Black people, they are in their in their bones somewhat conservative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not. Right, they're not. They're not Remember, he like took all that. He yeah. took all that heat for. What do you have to lose? Yeah. Well, they saw what they had to gain until yeah. COVID came in, the Chinese virus, and everything up. Now we're getting on our way to recovery. Yeah, but you have new polls coming out that show Trump's support in the African-American and black community in this country actually went up yeah. as a result I of this. I think we're in double territory. Yes, yes. Because, because law-abiding African-Americans yeah. support what the president is trying yeah. to do. And you have uh, just this uh, two days ago at the Chaz in Seattle, the uh, two black women preachers, female street preachers, went into the Chaz. And what they had to say, I, I mean, sums up – Better than obviously, yeah. I as a white person or you yeah. as Asian could ever yeah. get into the psyche of a black voter in this country. Oh, it's was, really important to listen to. Yes. them
1: down too.
0: Yeah, awesome. so let's take a listen to that.
2: I would be in the same position, you're in, so I'm not even mad at you, baby. I'm feeling like. All oh fake news. This is the thing. I know people don't like Trump. I understand that. But let me tell you something. If I had to pick between him and Joe Biden, I'm not voting in Joe Biden. You wanna see you wanna see a bunch of black people go to jail by the next four years? Put Joe Biden money. Watch what happens. You wanna see black men get killed substantially? Like, they, like you've never seen before, put Joe Biden in, and watch what happens. These Democrats, and I'm sorry to say this, I'm not trying to be racist, but they hate black people. These are the same people who have fought to keep slavery in. These are the same people who built the KKK. These are the same people who hated us from the beginning. The Republican Party is the party of the blacks. Blacks free, the Republican Party is the only party that the black people actually assisted in finding. But all of that history has been torn away. People say, Oh, there was this big switch. There was never a big switch. The union the union won because we had grown in the industrial area. Era. So we were able to get trains and get supplies back to our soldiers while the Confederate was still riding horses. They were not able to get supplies okay, back okay, fast enough, right? Okay, so so okay. what happened was once a slavery was abolished in the South, the people in the South could lo- no longer make their money from slaves. They had to move to the North to work in the industry to produce. And so the people in the North that already had established themselves in the industry moved to the South. And so that's where it was a transfer of people coming from the South to the North and people coming from the North to the South. There was never a big switch. So so the same Democrats who hated black people from the beginning are the same ones who hate us now. And they use our cause. How did Black Lives Matter turn into something about LGBTQ when blacks really don't support that? We're conservative. We're really not about that. Not only that, we don't support abortion. We're about working. We're, this is the black culture. We ain't even about that. Not only that, we're not about feminism. No, we're not. Black women marry their husbands and respect their husbands. That's what we're on. We're not on this. Oh, I, I do what I want. We don't do that. That's not our community. And you would and I understand. I know you understand what I'm saying. We don't do that. But yet these people are hijacking our movement and the Democratic Party. They're trying to hijack us stuff. No.
0: And just like you said, yeah. they are not, you know, the vast majority of black voters in this country are yeah. not left-wing revolutionaries. Yeah. That's, why, that's why Bernie did poorly again.
1: Right. You know, I mean, yep. it, it, now it's, they're, they're not, they're mostly moderate. And, you know, it's actually a devastating piece in the Wall Street Journal. You know, the, the black job market, the labor market was the best it's ever been under Trump until COVID hit. Yep. So, you know, I I, I do think that, um, yeah, it, it's, 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 well, it's also, it's, it's, it's way overblown just because Al Sharpton gets up there and, Claims to be the voice yep. of all black people. It,
0: it, it's it's That has never been the case. He's nothing but a grifter. Yeah. You know, he flew in for the yeah. funeral and then got right back on his yeah, private jet and, and left.
1: and left, so. and
0: left. he's not doing anything for the community. No. But you you have black people who don't want to see their communities get destroyed by lawlessness yeah. and looting and rioting. Yeah. I mean, there's video after video online of people going into these looted stores saying, how am I going to feed my kids? Yeah. Ellie had a great uh, – the woman outside of Philly City Hall.
1: Yeah. You're committing acts of terrorism. You better write the, the military's coming in. Or yeah, or you don't get to take America. Yeah, That's what she said. Yeah. It's
0: true. It's very true. So, so that narrative, I think, is going to be busted big yeah. time. And again, silent majority, yeah. right? And there's a lot of discontent with black voters among among Democrats. I mean, look at Charlemagne the God.
1: Well, mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying that he is a voice for all black people, but he is one of many black people at town halls and whatnot who have questioned what, you know, we voted Democrat for, for decades. And we've right. got for it so, they take
0: the vote for granted yeah so right? I mean, I saw something the other day they're gonna stay home they think it was Babylon B might not vote for Trump that, was, Trump. that was like a fa- you know yeah, yeah, a satire yeah, of a yeah, Pelosi yeah, quote yeah. Yeah. which was like black lives matter until November <laughs> then <laughs> after true. that forget about yeah, it it's like, yeah, no. yeah and I really think that that's gonna be a huge huge part of yeah. why President Trump is reelected. and speaking of that the campaign is cranking back up we have a rally coming up on Saturday, and I'm yes. very excited for that. Yes. Eight p.m. coming to you live from Tulsa, uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. It was supposed to be on Friday, but President Trump moved it at the request of uh, many African American leaders because of the Juneteenth celebration. Yeah. And I think that was a good move. You know, no reason, yeah. no reason to unnecessarily piss off people, and that's going to be a, I think, really interesting yeah. rally. I and hear. And more
1: people can come. It's a Saturday.
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> I hear that there's going to be an interesting mix of policy, but also the normal rally antics. Yeah. So that should be an interesting one to see. Uh, let's talk about yesterday's Supreme Court uh, decisions and orders or lack yeah, of orders. Yeah, So we had the uh, LGBT ruling, um, which basically ruled that you can't discriminate uh, for employment based on sexual orientation. And gender. I don't have an issue with that. What I have an issue with is two things. The court is attempting to legislate here where Congress should be handling that kind of thing. Yeah. Two, they're trying – and this plays into the left's narrative of trying to make it as if there are more than two genders. Yeah. Yeah, I know. There's two genders. Yeah, I know. Male and female. And then say, well, no, you're talking about sex. Yeah. It's the same. <laughs> I have this argument with people yeah, all the time. Same, same, but different. <laughs> right. But in this case, not different. I know. <laughs> same, same. <laughs> and it's it's really like you're – we're talking about – and this is – we should have a whole episode on this. But yeah, you're should. talking about the erosion of the family yeah. and societal norms in this country. Yeah. That's the bigger issue I that really, I have with it. Yeah. And people never want to talk about that. And I well, it's, will... also, it's also being pro-scientific fact. I know. Can you know yeah. I say it's like – They I, say they're the I party mean, of science, but yeah. then they make a bull yeah. like that.
1: We're the party of science until so when it comes to, you know, vaccines and this, and this trans stuff and, uh, oh, yeah, being immune from certain viruses based off of moral urgency protesting, as you saw Oh before. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, the pro-science party. But,
0: you know, um, yeah. I, all, all we yeah. have to do is sum that up with is two scoops – Two genders, two genders, two terms. Yep, that's and what's got, happening. Boom. They also failed to take up any Second Amendment case, which is a massive
1: disappointment. We're We're not going to see another Second Amendment case until we're old and gray, pal. I hate to break no. It I to think
0: you. until we replace RBG,
1: so oh, yeah. which is
0: an even more reason but, we need to reelect remember, President Trump.
1: Remember, we just, we just need four votes to to get it on the docket.
0: Yeah, we yeah. have
1: a conserv. We technically have a conservative majority. No, Who, I think
0: what what's going on. here? I can tell you what's going on. I think they're concerned. Roberts being the wild card. Oh, they Roberts, want the conservative justices, which is yeah. Thomas, Alito, and Kavanaugh. Yeah, that's our core now. They want to make sure that if they take up a Second Amendment case, yeah, it's going to be rock solid. Yeah, and it's going to be something like D.C. Heller that, that was okay that was establishes a huge yeah. national precedent for anything and then McGowan they don't v. want to v. take up something that has any sort of potential for mishap yeah. because if you take that up and it you, goes the way you don't want it you get to be another big, roe v wade situation right.
1: it gets f-ed exactly up.
0: I, gotcha. I, I mean understandable but i because think roberts is the biggest stain of the bush administration yeah, not even the iraq it's, war yeah, it's john roberts a is a, a big he's, problem he's become a, he's become like david Souter, but um, so i think that if we if we get no, another maybe maybe justice <laughs> if we get another justice yeah. Then you'll see them take it up yeah. because we'll know for sure yeah. that we'll be solid. Because, but, but but they it, also refuse to take up sanctuary exact, cities.
1: Exactly, sanctuary cities. But also, like, I mean, the, the, some of the cases that have been brought up have been dealt, you know, they have they've most been grounded in, in concealed carry rights.
0: Yeah. And yeah.
1: specifically, the right of do you have, is there a constitutional right to carry a firearm in public for the purposes of self defense? Which, mm-hmm. by the way, folks, we have not yet answered that question. And
0: no, I and think, I think I think that's what goes back yeah. to they want it to be. Yeah. They want to make sure they have the solid majority of five justices at least before sure, they take the case.
1: Okay. I, I guess I could. Because see then
0: that. you end up with a bad precedent, like Roe v. Wade. Yeah, I so, agree. I agree, but I you know. I agree. Just, I agree I'm totally disappointed, I mean, but.
1: But this is the last. this is the, this is the last battle man after this you know the may issue for Kerry you know in right, blue states right. is is completely done away with it's basically national reciprocity it's 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 I I get it but
0: Right so that would be yeah. you know that would be huge I think it's I think it's smart to take a deliberate approach Yeah you know I wish they had done it Yeah but there's wild cards there yeah. You know what if they well, what if they true. go in the opposite direction? You can't and, trust Robertson. right? Yeah. What if them. they go in the opposite direction and yeah. say, "Oh no, no, it should be May issue nationwide." Yeah. Right. Yeah. So uh, that's what I worry about. Yeah. Let's keep it on the legal topics here. Cool. In uh, let's talk about Durham's investigation. All right. To use one of the left's favorite phrases. Are the walls closing in? Right? <laughs> so uh, Barr says that some very familiar names are among those DOJs investigating oh. in the Durham probe. Cape Struck Page, I bet, right? Yep. <laughs> and has called has called the preliminary findings, quote, very troubling. Oh, sh- and let's get uh, those criminal indictments down. Let's get roll rolling. I agree. I agree. The Durham team has been working very aggressively to move forward. There will be public disclosure of his findings. Apparently the grand jury has been impaneled and uh, I'm hearing that there's going to be some movement there. So he – Barr himself said, I think before the election, we're concerned about the motive force behind the very aggressive investigation that was launched into the Trump campaign without – you know with a very thin, slender read as a basis for it. He said he's not worried about the criticisms of the Durham investigation, adding for the first time in American history, police organizations and the national security organizations were used to spy on a campaign and there was no basis for it. The fact that he said that itself, just that sentence. Barr is a very deliberate individual. He doesn't say things he doesn't mean. And this Durham probe, yeah, agreed. I mean, look, this Durham probe has gone on for a while. Yep. And we've seen time after time that the media largely drove that narrative with all kinds of sensational claims that were being made about the president. They were totally fake. And we also saw... That time after time, Democrat officials testified one thing behind closed doors under oath and then went on TV and said the exact opposite to stoke the bullshit fake news Russian collusion hoax narrative. Yes. And so that's being looked at. And I think that there will be some criminal effects of that. And uh, I, I hope that they will take some people down because they deserve to answer for what they did. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We were just watching the movie Dick the other night about Watergate. Yeah. That is small crumbs compared to what was done here. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It really is. That's why Obamagate is. is the worst gate of them all. Yep. And... You now have reports coming out that the FBI purposefully omitted details in the Russian collusion intelligence report. You remember the big report that came out? Yep. You know, 23 intelligence agencies unanimously agree, blah, blah, blah. Well, we know now that uh, Christopher Steele told his FBI handlers a month before the election that a key source for the fake dossier was a boaster and an egotist. So essentially, made up bullshit. Yep, so there's hit number one. Some of Steele's former colleagues also told FBI counterintelligence officials in December 2016 that the ex-spy sometimes showed poor judgment. Hit number two. Mm-hmm. They also don't disclose that the FBI cut ties with Steele uh, just days before the election. Yep. After he had on unauthorized contact with the media.
1: Yep, he leaked it, so... There you go. And uh,
0: while they stated that this that Steele produced the dossier on behalf of a private client, it does not factually identify the client as the DNC and the Clinton campaign. There that. So they use Democrat opposition <laughs> research for spying warrants yep. on American citizens of an opposing political party. I mean that's I mean, that's all it is. Yep. And huge scandal. Huge. Yep. And of course the liberal media doesn't ever want to admit that. But that just plays into the overall narrative of big tech and liberal media colluding together to suppress and crush any sort of conservative political opinion or news story. We now have the traitorous tech companies of Microsoft and Amazon saying that they won't sell facial recognition technology to police. Microsoft announced last Thursday that it won't sell it. Amazon previously announced it. And uh, they said that Until we have a national law in place grounded in human rights that will govern this technology. Former acting DNI, Rick Grinnell, our favorite, says that there should be consequences. They should now be barred from federal government contracts, and there should be consequences for not selling technology to police departments. There you go. Well, they have no problem with selling facial recognition technology to the noted human rights champion, China. (sighs) 'Cause they do it every day. Yeah. Amazon and Microsoft both do. So and that but that follows the same trend yep. as Google. Yeah. Google says, you know, they won't work with our defense industry here in the United States, the Trump DOD, but they'll help China's they'll help military. Beijing. Yeah. Yeah. It's unbelievable. I mean, I'm not really for like a forced government regulation of big tech in the because the laws really are outdated to where we are now with our technology. But man, they make the case for themselves every day that something should be done about these companies. Especially when they when they're helping our enemies. Like I, I just don't get how they can say one thing about not helping domestically but then turn around one second later and take Chinese money. Yeah. And really, I mean, that's an act of the enemy of the state, but that's another thing we can get into another day. It's a messy debate. It's actually a very interesting debate. But I agree. And uh, in the Biden gaffe of the day, he has something really enlightening to say about this whole situation that we're in now as a country. Hmm. Uh, Roll that clip, Mr. Producer.
3: You know, the rapidly rising uh, um, uh, in with, uh, with, uh, I don't know, uh, could we uh,
0: – I didn't catch that. Could we get that one more time?
3: <laughs> you know, the rapidly rising uh, um, uh, in with uh, – with, uh, I don't know. Uh,
0: That's just the clip of him going, Uh, uh you know. He's dead. A, yeah, <laughs> he He's might dead. Be dead. He's dead, folks. He's dead. He might be dead. Who knows at this point? I um, mean, if he is, it's
1: great for us because that means the election is canceled. And Trump just wins. <laughs> yeah. No election anymore. Just he's dead. So
0: oh, the Democrats will definitely go for that. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> the you know the real thing is is that it's going to be interesting to see who he picks as his vice president because that's the real person that's running for president. Well, it's going to be a it's going to be a black person. Yeah, but who? Kamala Harris is that it? I mean, it, is that what he's boxed my, into at this point? Because Stacey did, Abrams is a no. She's a, well, she's well, she's she's totally gone off the rails. Well, not only that, but she has no experience. Yeah, she yeah, yeah, she, yeah. At least Kamala Harris is, you know, yeah, I think like a, a state AG and a yeah. senator, right? Yeah. You need someone who's gonna back up this old yeah. man who's gonna die pretty soon. Yeah, the uh I mean if, if he picks her, it, it definitely is the put you know
1: put put him back in chains ticket right there. For sure. Well that's the other to, thing given is, that both of them have with a with all history. of this,
0: you know, yeah. Kamala Harris's record on criminal yeah. justice isn't so great, yeah. right? she's a cop. And, she, and she, wouldn't, <laughs> she wouldn't, she wouldn't. She's one of the only Democrat leaders who wouldn't say that they would defund the police, yeah. right? Biden put out this really soft statement through a like low-level staffer yeah, because he didn't want to sign his own name to yeah. it. Just in case he decides to change his mind it later.
1: We saw weak sauce and we all, everyone saw right through that. Yeah,
0: And in a new segment that we're going to be starting here, the liberal media smackdown of the week, uh, senior legal advisor to the Trump campaign, Jenna Ellis, who's just tremendous, tremendous, uh, took on Brian Stelter head on over this weekend. I think it was on Sunday morning on one of the shows where she told Stelter, you're not a journalist, Brian, you're an activist. Boom. Let's take a listen to that clip. Okay, he actually called out really, MSNBC and NBC News, so he was linking to it do. to his distaste for news coverage. Again, that is so far he beyond
3: has, the pale an for
0: American presidents.
1: Right, but Brian, do you understand how aberrant that Brian, is in American Brian, history? He has an
3: opinion. He's, he is also, a citizen. No, he is the first one to actually use um, to use his platform as an American citizen to be able to call out the fake news media and say, because you are peddlers, you understand of false that like someday you're going to regret you have the this, right? Three and a half years. Someday
0: you're going to regret you, this when your kids and your grandkids no, look back at this truth. time and you use slurs and oh, smears like fake to news to That's hurt when news you know outlets. Lost no, but You
3: can't even come. I think in 10 or 20 truth. years, no, if we
0: just sit down on, and talk about really this, you're going to recognize Brian. how damaging it was, how and, damaging it was and to and use terms like fake I, news and to attack journalists who were trying to do in, their jobs
3: in 15 or 20 years. You're not trying to do your job, you're not a journalist, Brian, you're an activist. That's the problem. You have an agenda and your agenda is anti-Trump. The American people see through that and they are very I really grateful think that this president is finally holding the fake news media accountable because you're activists, you're not reporting fact and truth. You won't even say hmm. that as a I, I, the reason
0: why I think it's, it's helpful to have these conversations shouldn't
3: ever appear in a media outlet.
0: And that's what we need, right? We need people who are willing. To go out there and tell the liberal media straight to their face you're nothing but a bunch of activists you're not journalists because they think they are journalists they really deep down do believe that and they say oh well we don't take sides you very clearly take sides right that's what the media has become in this country there is not one unbiased news source left in this country they you're either on the left side or you're on the right Right side side. agreed and it it's just not the way it used to be and for better or for worse, you know, you could argue that's for worse. Yeah. I might even argue that's for worse. You should have at least some unbiased news sources. No, I, I, I like, I like, I think it's for the better. <laughs> well, of course, you I think should. it's for the better. But more partisanship, please. You know, you have these organizations like PBS and NPR who are supposed to be unbiased, who are taxpayer funded, yeah. give off the veneer of being, but biased. they're leftists. Yeah, I know. yeah, yeah. PBS, that yeah. Yamiche Alcindor, whatever oh, her name is, she's the most liberal of yeah. liberal. Worst.
1: And then NPR was the one that, that peddled the uh, the letter about the 1,200 um, medical experts saying that you should get out there and protest George Floyd. Mm-hmm. Forget COVID. So,
0: yep. you know what? And we Here must, we are, folks. We must fight fake news. Yeah. Like, we must fight the yeah. fake news because people in this country believe them, and they shouldn't believe them. I mean, trust in the press is at an all-time low, yeah, yeah. which it's, is good. That means that we're getting our message across that they yeah. should not be believed, but they will stop at nothing to stop President Trump up till November. You will see them over the summer transform into even more partisan than they are now. And that's why you must join us in supporting the Trump campaign. And the Trump campaign has a special offer just for you. President Trump wants to meet you. This will be the first opportunity he's had to meet with American patriots just like you since our country started reopening. His team will cover the flight, hotel, and give you VIP access for yourself and a guest. He'll even take a picture with you. All you have to do is text guest to 88022 today for your chance to meet President Trump. Again, that's guest, G U E S T, to 88022 to win this contest and to join President Trump in the fight to keep America great for four more years. Man, I wish I could win that contest. <laughs> Too bad we're excluded yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to wrap up today's show. Oh, I do have a few reviews here yes, from our great yes. fans. We do love all of you, and we want to read some of these reviews here. So let's take a look. We have S. McCull says, Easily the most entertaining conservative podcast there is. Tuesdays and Thursdays get me through the week in this liberal dumpster fire of a state in California. And the, the headline is, We Would Be Best Friends. Well, we love to hear from you, S. McCull. Thank you so much. We have Hamilton Jones 924, the best podcast you can grace your ears with. If you're a young Republican tired of feeling silenced or ostracized by what you see in the social media cesspool, this is the podcast for you. Uh, We love you. Keep fighting the good fight, and God bless America. Hamilton Jones, we love you. Uh, Los Angeles Red says, one of the few voices left that's unafraid. Just wanted to say thank you for your candor and direction. You continue to say what the rational population of this country can't for fear of retaliation. And uh, thank you again. You're making a difference. Los Angeles Red, we love you. We love all of our fans. Thank you so much for tuning in to Triggered. Of course, you can email us, Triggered at townhall.com. We love talking to you. You can message us on Twitter, Triggered, THM is the handle. Or you can message us on our personal profiles as well. We will be back here on Friday morning for another episode of Triggered. We'll be recording it on Thursday evening, but uh, Mr. Producer's off Thursday and I'm off Friday, so we had to squeeze that in. We didn't want to skip the episode, uh, but we will be back here for another episode of Triggered. Stay safe and keep America great. Later.